Hello girls and welcome to another week inside of BHB Exclusive. I am very excited for another episode with you all. This month is all focusing on mindset. So during the first month, during the first week of this month, we talked about the 80-20 lifestyle. Then we talked about the all or nothing mindset. Today we are going to be talking about overcoming your limiting beliefs. Before you can overcome your limiting beliefs, first you must identify your limiting beliefs. You must understand what they are. And a limiting belief is something that you believe about yourself that keeps you where you are. It keeps you stuck where you are and keeps you from evolving into the person that you are trying to become and that you are capable of becoming. A lot of times these beliefs come from the world around us. They come from our past experiences and Many of them were ingrained into us from a very, very young age. There were things that happened to us and around us whenever we were children, whenever we were growing up, that imprinted on us, imprinted on our subconscious brain, and made us into the person that we are today, and made us believe the things that we believe about ourselves and the way that the world works, without us ever even realizing that we were being imprinted on, that we were developing these thoughts and beliefs about ourselves. And we talked a lot about this in the pre-work episode that you listened to where it was an interview with Jess and she talks about like uh, reprogramming your subconscious mind. She talks about this in there as well about where our beliefs come from and what our subconscious mind even is. Essentially our subconscious mind is running on autopilot in the back of our heads and it's always there. It's always on but we don't really recognize that it's always there and always on. We, whenever we are awake, are listening to and acting within our conscious mind. So we are making decisions and creating experiences based on a place from a conscious place, right? Like we know that we are doing these things. We are aware of what we are doing and thinking, but our subconscious mind impacts all of that. And we really don't even realize that that is happening. Our subconscious mind is not even something that we really get to um, tap into and notice unless we are in a place of deep, deep relaxation, which is why meditation and journaling and sleep meditations are so valuable. In that episode with Jess, she talks about the value of sleep meditations and how we can reprogram our subconscious mind, those beliefs that we have about ourselves. We can reprogram those while we are falling asleep. And she talks about the different waves, our alpha waves and theta waves and beta waves and the times that we are in those places. If that's not an episode that you have listened to already, or if you have and what I'm saying to you sounds like Chinese, go back and listen to that episode again. There is really some very, very powerful stuff in there. I learned a lot from talking to her and I do this kind of stuff every single day. I know that there's so much that you guys can learn too, but she talks about how whenever we are falling asleep, our brain is very impressionable and it is very easy for our brains, for for our subconscious thoughts to be changed during that time. So if you have a limiting belief, and we're going to talk about how to identify those today, but if you have a limiting belief that... Um, being healthy is hard, then while you are falling asleep, listening to yourself or somebody else or something saying 
getting healthy is so easy. You find it very easy to get healthy. And if you listen to that over and over and over again, you have all the skills that you need to get healthy. All these things, if you listen to that over and over again, then your subconscious mind will begin to believe that. And then your conscious mind will also begin to believe that. So you have to first identify your um subconscious beliefs we have to identify those things we have to identify our conscious beliefs as well these things that we believe about ourselves that aren't necessarily true but they came from somewhere we first have to identify those things and then we can begin deconstructing them and learning to reprogram them and change the way that we act and the way that we believe about ourselves so let's go on today we are going to dig into how to identify our limiting beliefs, and then how to reprogram them so that we can begin living the life that we desire and living a life that we are fully capable of living, even though right now we may not believe that. So again, a limiting belief is simply something that you believe that keeps you stuck where you are. It's something that you believe about yourself, your reality, that keeps you where you are. It limits you. And today we are going to talk about the five steps that you can take to begin to identify and deconstruct those limiting beliefs. I find that it is incredibly valuable for you to begin to just simply notice these limiting beliefs in yourself. And and noticing them is the first step to changing them. And until you can begin to be open to noticing these changes, you're really never going to get very far. I hate to say it that way, but I'm just being honest. Like we have to be open to learning more about ourselves, even when some of these things are really hard for us to hear and for us to know about ourselves. So the first step to to this is to begin to identify the red flags. So if you are ever in a situation where something comes up that you find yourself just feeling a little bit of that cringe or you're just not feeling right about something, then that is a red flag. So begin to notice these red flags that come up for you. So let's say, for example, you are currently working on getting healthy, right? That's your current goal through being in this program. And through that, one of the things that you are working on specifically is eating healthier meals. And let's say that every single time somebody brings up eating out, you just get a little bit of a cringe. You're like, oh, if I eat out, then that means that I'm going to eat something that doesn't fit and that doesn't fit my standards of what healthy is. And that means that I'm going to regress and that I'm going to, you know, it, it leads to all of these thoughts of how eating out equals bad and equals not healthy, right? So there is your first red flag. You associate eating out with eating unhealthy. And that is the first step to begin to notice every time something like that comes up. You love to eat out. Okay, well, let's say that you eat out and you go to Mexican food. And if somebody brings up Mexican, you're like, you get that little bit of a cringe. Like I'm talking about that red flag pops up immediately. And you're like, oh, I have this belief about eating Mexican food means that I'm eating unhealthy or that I'm eating something bad for me. So there's the red flag. The first step is to identify the red flags. Let's say that you know, you you have a routine of going to the gym four days a week and you uh, have a friend that asks you to come over and spend some time with them during the time that you would normally go to the gym. And so your immediate thought is, 
oh, I really don't want to do that because that means that I have to miss my gym time. And if I miss my gym time, then that means X, Y, Z. Something about you being unhealthy or not being committed enough or failing at your goals, right? Like, and that is the first red flag. You associate that thing with being unhealthy. And this can apply to any parts of our life. It can apply to anything. It can apply to your relationships. It can apply to your career, to your finances, to any parts of your life. So begin to identify these red flags and know that those red flags are there for a reason. And this isn't part of, you know, identifying and deconstructing them, but I find it very interesting for you to begin to kind of dig around a little bit and see if you can identify where that belief came from. So for if you are somebody who, you know, does feel some type of way about one of your red flags is going out to eat, then begin to figure out where that might have come from. For me, it was definitely one of mine because growing up, going out to eat was always a cheat meal for my parents. And so every single time that we would talk about, you know, going out to eat, my parents would talk about how, okay, well, that's a cheat meal for us. So let's go somewhere crazy. Let's go somewhere awesome. Let's go somewhere. And we're just going to really splurge at this meal. And then we'll be good again after that. And I begin to notice that language, that good and bad language. I begin to notice how, you know, eating out meant going out and, or going all out and being excessive with what you ate and what you drank. And, and I began to associate that with being unhealthy because my parents were always on a diet and they always talked about how whenever they ate out that wasn't really an option for them to stick to it. So I find it fun to kind of dig around and see where did this belief get started? Where did this belief come from? Because it, it roots somewhere. It roots somewhere, whether it's one of your personal past experiences, something that you have heard or seen in those around you growing up. Many times these beliefs that we have are rooted deep into our childhood. So get curious and begin to dig around and see. Once you've found the red flag, then begin to identify the limiting belief. And those two really go hand in hand. They are Once you know one, it's very quick to know the other. Once you identify the red flag of uh, going out to eat, then you can identify that your limiting belief is, I can't eat out and be healthy at the same time. Once you begin to identify that your red flag is skipping the gym, then you begin to realize that, you know, you associate that, that your limiting belief is you can't skip the gym and still be healthy at the same time. So, those two things go very hand in hand. Once you identify the red flag, immediately decide, okay, well then what is my belief about this thing? I, I recognize that as soon as somebody mentioned to me going to get Mexican food, that it popped up a red flag for me. So what is my belief about Mexican food? And just get very comfortable with understanding what your beliefs are. Like I said before, you have to be willing and open to identify these limiting beliefs if you want them to change. And you're limiting beliefs do not mean anything about you. Again, these are likely things that happened to and around you. They are not things that you did wrong at any point in your life. You know, even if it's one of those things where you have tried diet after diet after diet and they've all failed and so as soon as somebody brings up keto a little bit of a red flag goes up to you and then you begin to realize that you have a limiting belief of like keto means failure and it means restriction and it all means all of these things that just don't feel good to you and that is because you failed and you were restricted when you were on keto right like yes that is something that 
you did, but it's also something that happened to you. And it's not something that means that you were wrong or bad or that you did anything wrong or bad. It is just an experience that you had that created a belief within you. So get comfortable finding these beliefs and identifying them. And then the third step is to assess that limiting belief. Begin to figure out what are the fears that you associate with that limiting belief and then find the facts that are associated with that belief. So let's say, for example, you feel like getting Getting healthy is very hard. That is your limiting belief. Okay, well, what are your fears? Your fears are that you're going to fail. Your fears are that you'll never be enough, that you're going to, you know, try this thing and have spent all this money and then it won't have worked out. Your fear, you have all these fears associated with it. Well, what are the related facts? One, a related fact might be I have invested money before and I've not stuck with it and it hasn't worked for me in the past, or I've tried so many diets and they've all been very hard for me to stick to and I've not stuck to them in the past. These experiences in your past have led to you feeling that way. That Those things are facts. They are facts that have happened in your past. But also a fact might be, you know, I... I'm three months into the Be Healthy Breakthrough and I've been able to stick to the habits that I have started to create through this program. I have found it very easy for me to do XYZ. Think of something that has been easy for you. So find the root of what you know is creating these, but then also find the truth in it. Because a lot of times our fears are are rooted in things that are not true for us. They're rooted in these false accusations and these things that could happen and might happen, but haven't actually happened. You know, like I'm scared that I'm going to fail to be healthy breakthrough. Okay, but you haven't. You know what I mean? Like you failed these other things, these things that did feel restrictive to you and you didn't have the accountability and you didn't have the knowledge, but now you do. So a related fact might be now you have the education to make this easier for you. Now you have an accountability partner built in to make this easier for you. Now you are building easy, tiny, sustainable habits so that you can stick to this long term. So find all of the facts that are true for you whether they are things that you are hoping to begin to believe or things that you do currently believe. And maybe even write these things down. I like to, and I know that at the beginning in one of the, in the pre-work episode, um, we had you write down what your beliefs were and then you could begin to kind of reverse engineer those so that you could begin to find what the truth was underneath all of it. So I encourage you to write down what, what are your limiting beliefs that you have and then begin to write down the facts that are true for them. So if you encounter a red flag, immediately ask yourself why. Why am I experiencing the cringe right now? Why am I experiencing this feeling of unease whenever this topic or this idea came about? And what does that mean? What what are my beliefs? What are my beliefs around this? And from there, you can begin to say, okay, well, why do I have those beliefs? And then you can ask yourself, well, what's the truth? You know, what well, what are the facts? The facts might be that this thing has happened in the past, but it doesn't mean that it's going to happen now because here are also the facts. Here are the things that are working right now and are going well right now and that are different now than were then. You know, then whenever you were failing all of those diets, you didn't have all of these things built in for you. You didn't have, you know, the knowledge being gained. You didn't have the, you know, coach built in for you. You didn't have all these things, but now you do. And that's another fact that disproves that fear and disproves that limiting belief. The next one is to begin to reframe those limiting beliefs. So 
your limiting belief is that, you know, you can't eat out and be healthy at the same time, well then say, begin to tell yourself, I can eat out and be healthy at the same time. And whether that means you go out and you have one of your food for the soul meals and you do something that, you know, you eat something that you wouldn't normally eat, whether that is the option or whether you go out and you do find something that includes protein and fiber and color and healthy fats, either one of those options is perfectly fine and either one of those options still allows you to be healthy. I'm a firm believer that you cannot just have only food for the body, right? Like you cannot have fuel for the body consistently all the time unless you also have food for the soul. You have to have both of those things. And so I, which, whichever one of those is true for you in that moment does not mean that you are not healthy. So tell yourself, I can eat out and live a healthy lifestyle at the same time. If you believe that skipping one day at the gym is going to make you an unhealthy person, then tell yourself, it is okay if I miss one day of the gym. I'm still going to be healthy even if I miss one day. One day will not make or break my progress. One day will not ruin my consistency. It's okay if I miss a day. Tell yourself that. Begin repeating it over and over and over to yourself. And there are two main ways that I like to encourage people to reframe their limiting beliefs. And listen, I also have reframed so many limiting beliefs that I have. I had to reframe limiting beliefs around my health, and I'm still doing that every single day because I still have beliefs that even four years into my journey pop up over and over and over again. And I have to begin to identify and reconstruct those and reframe them and it's it's going to continue to happen for you too I've done it in my business now but building a business is not something that I ever thought that I was gonna do and I don't know anybody who's really done it but let me tell you I have a lot of limiting beliefs telling me that I can't do it and I've had to get comfortable identifying those looking for those limiting beliefs recognizing when they are popping up in my life and then reframing them whatever I believe I tell myself the opposite and like I said there are two main ways that I encourage you to begin to overcome and reframe these limiting beliefs. One is to encourage the good and the other is to reframe the bad. So if you are, you know, looking in the mirror and you're telling yourself, God, I just look terrible today. I look so horrible. I cannot stand the way I look. And you're telling yourself all these terrible things. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, I really love XYZ about you. And whatever it is, and it doesn't even have to be something that you make up, you know, like if you really love your eyes or you really think that you have the best hair or, you know, you love your butt or whatever it is, look in the mirror and say, I really love your eyes. I love how beautiful your eyes are. Your eyes are stunning and just reinforce that over and over and over again. And whatever it is that you're saying that you don't like about yourself, go on and say, you have the most beautiful whatever. Whatever it is that you're saying that you don't like about yourself. If you're saying your hair looks terrible today, say your hair looks beautiful today. And it feels disingenuous at first, but over time you're going to begin to believe that about yourself. You're going to begin to see it in you. And it takes time. It's not like you're going to do this for a week and then a week later you're going to be like, I really have the greatest hair ever. Like it takes 
a long time for you to begin feeling this and it takes conscious effort for you to begin doing it the other option the other way and I don't want to say option because I want you to do both of these things so in the times whenever you're saying something bad about yourself overturn it and say something good but if there are times that you are saying something good about yourself pause for a moment and repeat that over and over to yourself and really reinforce the good if you are saying You know, you are just really, really good at cooking. Whenever you have a thought of that, stop and say, you really are. You're like really good at cooking. You're so awesome at cooking. And say that over, over to yourself to really reinforce the good. So if you, for example, are having one of these negative self-image days, and then you, the next day you're like, okay, but today I feel really great about myself. Pause and reinforce the days that you are feeling very good about yourself. Reinforce whenever you are noticing these awesome things about yourself. And tell yourself, I I think you look really awesome. Something else that I know I mentioned at the beginning but want to say again here is the sleep meditations. Those are very, very valuable and they have really completely transformed my personal mindset and I've talked to many other people who have said, first of all, they help them sleep better at night and second of all, they are beginning to believe new things about themselves and so I use an app. It's called the Insight Timer app and I simply look up like sleep meditations, guided sleep meditations. Sometimes I would just listen to the like positive vibration music and stuff like that there's so many in there I will I've typed in like reprogram the subconscious before and there's things that pop up there's a lot of different options in there and um, they really like I said they help me fall asleep and then they also are really good for getting into those theta waves and reprogramming the subconscious beliefs that you have about yourself and the last step here is to begin taking action begin taking action on your goals and begin taking action on the reframed beliefs that you are trying to re enforce and trying to create. So going back to the eating out example, go out to eat and either choose something that is has protein, fat, fiber, color, all the things, or choose something that, you know, is food for the soul. And then the next day, make a decision that has protein, fat, fiber, and color and remind yourself, oh, wow, I can go out to eat and then hop right back into my health goals. Oh, wow, I can eat a food for the body, a fuel for the body meal whenever I'm out. Like remind yourself that both are possible. So begin taking action on these reframed limiting beliefs to prove to yourself that they can be true. And then whenever you do prove to yourself that they're true, pause and say, look, that was true. I knew it could be. That is the new truth. That is the new belief. And reinforce it for just a few minutes. Sit with that feeling. Sit with that reminder and say, hmm, see, it is true. I can do this thing I didn't think I would do. It is possible for me to live this way. I am capable of achieving these goals. And really reinforce to yourself that that thing is true after you've taken action on it and after you've done something to have tangible proof that that thing is capable of happening. We all have limiting beliefs. There are probably so many limiting beliefs that you don't realize that you have. There are limiting beliefs that are going to come up for you years from now. There are limiting beliefs that are already popping up for you. My encouragement for you is that you 
begin to open your eyes and open your mind to finding these limiting beliefs, noticing the red flags. Sit with yourself for a couple of seconds, remind yourself to, and seriously, close your eyes. If right now you're able to do it, you can do it with me. Take one deep breath in. I am capable of noticing my limiting beliefs. I am open and willing to accept my limiting beliefs. I am completely capable of reframing my limiting beliefs. I am open and willing to accepting and noticing my limiting beliefs. And if you need to say that to yourself a few times over and over until you believe that that is true, go for it. Say it over and over to yourself. Take a deep breath, close your eyes, and remind yourself that you are open and willing and ready to notice your limiting beliefs. And then begin to keep your eyes open. Notice those limiting beliefs. Notice whenever something pops up that immediately gives you the cringe. Notice any time somebody says something that your first thought is, oh no, oh no, oh no, that's going to get in the way of me achieving my goal. Notice that. And of course, if you need to reach out to me and say, Laura, I just identified this limiting belief. What do I do? Let's talk about it. You and I can absolutely talk about it. Either bring it to our session, send me a message. I want to talk through it with you. I'm so proud of you for being here. Next week is the last week of month three. So let's get into it. Let's do it. I cannot wait to support you on the second half of this journey.